0: What's up, you guys? I'm Tracy Jones, and this is the Energy Academy. I feel so passionately about women, especially mothers, living life as their strongest, most vibrant, most grounded, most energetic self. That's what we do on this show. We talk about everything surrounding our physical, mental, and emotional energy. How can we create and manage our energy? What would my life look like if I was my most vibrant self? How would that affect the people that I love? Can I really be that girl? How are simple choices like what I'm going to wear tomorrow affecting my mental energy? This is a place where we question everything. This is a place where we create change. This is the Energy Academy. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. I am so excited, you guys, this week to be sharing one of my really good friends with you guys. Who we, I don't know, I don't know if we would really be super connected if it wasn't for our kids, but um, my daughter Peyton played soccer with Jordan's oldest daughter, Izzy, and they really hit it off. And then Jordan and I really connected, and Jordan and I kind of had some. We had some prior connections but not really but kinda. I always kind of knew who Jordan was and I think she always kind of knew who I was but we didn't we weren't really ever really in the same circle too much. And then our kids started playing soccer together and I was like, "I freaking love this girl. I love this girl." <laughs> you know, when you just find somebody that like speaks your language, like you're on the same wavelength in like so many different areas of life and that was Jordan for me. So I am forever grateful that our kids played soccer together because now we are forever connected. And I love that. And our families are forever connected. And I am so excited, you guys, to welcome my good friend, Jordan Palmer, to the show. Yay! Welcome, Jordan!
1: Thank you. That was the kindest intro. (laughs) And I could literally echo the same sentiment uh, to you because yes so i did yeah we have prior connections I knew who you were, um, but we never really connected or crossed, path, crossed paths in that life. So, yeah, um, just super excited. And Izzy just absolutely adores Peyton, oh, yeah. um, and that was such a fun experience. So, and oh, yes, yeah. it was really, um, it was really nice to have another intense sports mom okay. on the sidelines. <laughs> That's literally what I was about to say because all the, the most of the listeners
0: follow me pretty closely on Instagram, so they know that I'm like a Looney Tune. On the sidelines, like whether it be at soccer or see, and see in barrel racing, I really get away with it because barrel yes. racing is only 15 <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> so, but you guys, Jordan is like my spirit animal at soccer because the, she's just as nutty as I am on the sidelines at soccer. Like, so we, I'm like, I can, it's fine because there's somebody else here that's also losing exactly. their mind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Jordan's husband was Peyton's soccer coach, and he's 10 times worse than us. <laughs> so he's on the other yes, sideline. And then we're- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fun times, fun times. Okay, so Jordan, for the listeners that don't know you, just kind of tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do. Um, and then if you don't mind, tell us about your family too, because I want them to know how big your family is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Like I have a lot of kids or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. No, I would love to. And thank you so much again for for inviting me. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Um, So I, uh, what, my name is Jordan. Um, I uh, wear a lot of hats, but in this capacity, I am the owner and coach uh, for Mama Bear Fuel. And it was a business I started, gosh, it's I guess I've been about 18 months now, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer, but Um, I am originally, so I live in Texas now and I got here as fast as I could, but Mm -hmm. I am originally from California, um, was born, um, well, was raised there. Um, it's where I met my husband. We met in college. Um, and then just different career paths, different like detours in life. It landed us in Texas in 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have, Four beautiful children. They are nine, seven, five. And the littlest one just turned two. Mm-hmm. And she is a spitfire. And mm-hmm. <laughs> keeps mm-hmm. us keeps us on our toes more so than any of the others did. Uh, she is definitely the leader of the pack. She is tiny but mighty. I feel like um,
0: she's mini Garrett. Like she, I feel like she's a tiny Garrett.
1: So... It is, it's a little bit like complicated because him and I have very, we are similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so we get mixed mixed information from different people, depending on who they spend the most time with. So like people that spend the most time with me are like, Oh, she's a, she's a miniature version of you. Oh, how funny. The people that spend more time with him are like, no, no, she's totally a mini Garrett. How funny. Um, you know, and they kind of take on different, but we've definitely like, but of the four kids, like there are two that skew more towards like traits that I have. And then two that skew more towards traits that he has. Yeah. And so um, you know, and of course, like anytime they're being stubborn, I'm like, that's you. That's oh all yeah, hundred percent Always. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's poor kids. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. But um yeah, we we live a very, very full life. I am not a huge fan of the word busy, um, because busy is a choice, but mm-hmm. um we live a very full life. We uh I I, I alluded to I wear many hats. I do still work full time for another company um, in the like uh, food and beverage world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do, I'm very blessed to get to work remote most of the time, but I do still have a full time job um, that I'm very grateful for and do enjoy. It's a lot of fun. Um, My husband works full time in a, in a schedule that is ever changing and Mm -hmm. constantly keeps us on our toes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which has you know, it's, it's given me a lot of skills, that have definitely benefited having big having a big family. So uh, you know, it's got its pros and cons. Sure. Um, and we all of our kids play sports, and uh, he coaches uh, two two. Well, I guess the littlest one doesn't play yet, but yeah, um, he coaches two of the teams. So we, again, we live a very full life. Plus we also both have like our own things. I love fitness. I'm at the gym at the crack of dawn most days. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a great group of friends that I work out with. I'm super grateful for that part of my life. It absolutely brings me so much joy and a ton of energy, Mm -hmm. um, that I get to then bring to the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have we both come from big families. We, um, we just have a very full life, but yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, I really, really do. And we also, oh, I guess this is also a big thing. We we homeschool all four of them. I was, I was um, like, so... she's not saying this. She's not saying it. I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a big yeah. That is a big piece. Um, which is funny. Like we um, but we love it. We do. We have a community. We're part of um a community called Classical Conversations and. Um, super, super, super grateful. Like there are, you know, when like you can identify like different, um, points and like pivot points in your life that Uh really impacted like how you view things and your core values and things like that, that homeschooling and finding that community and finding that group of moms and those kids and those families to just do life with, it absolutely impacts us, um, for the positive. It's made a huge, huge positive impact on our life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. So um, to kind of recap that, you guys. So, and (laughs) you and Garrett have been together since college, right? Like you guys met in college and you've been together ever since. You guys have been married for a long time.
1: Yes. We celebrate um, 15 years of marriage in March of next year, in March of 24.
0: Wait, what's your anniversary? That's us too. 15 years.
1: Yes, we're super close. Um, March
0: 6th. Oh, ours is the 28th. How funny. I didn't realize that we've been married literally the exact same time. Wow. That's so cool. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because like in our friend group, like we've been married, like we're like the old married couple in our friend group. We've been married way longer than all of our friends, (laughs) but it's it's fun though. So, so four kids working, you work full time. Garrett works full time. Garrett's job is his schedule is whack-a-doodle all the time. Yep. So, um, that's crazy. And then you have mama bear fuel, which we're going to get into that in a second, which is at this point, what we would consider to be kind of like a side hustle, but, quickly developing into maybe not that later. Yes. And then the the three oldest kids are playing sports in like multiple sports, like Izzy's on two different soccer teams, usually at a time, the boys yep. are playing like t-ball, you know, like there's just a lot. And then the homeschooling. So, and the reason why I just want everybody to understand that is because, and you said something in the very beginning of this, that I say all of the time is that you wear a lot of hats. And one yep. thing that I want women to understand is that we're all wearing a lot of hats. All of us. And I think, I think two. I have kind of two big thoughts about that. And number one is that I think there are women that are wearing a ton of hats and they don't realize it. Like they're just doing, yep. doing, doing yes. all of the stuff all of the time. So they never really pay attention to how much they are doing and they don't like really give themselves credit. Yep. Um, and they don't give them themselves enough support for all of the hats that they are wearing. Yes. And then there are some women that are wearing so many hats and they're so aware of it that they get overwhelmed by it. And, um, but I just want everybody to understand, like, we're all running around, like we're, we all got a lot going on. Like everybody does, you know, there's and and one thing that I always say, like, because we have a lot going on, too. We only have, obviously, we only have one child, but we have a lot going on. Y'all have a lot
1: going on. We have a you lot have, going on,
0: but we do You have one it.
1: human child, but then you also have, like, a whole livestock. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that makes a difference. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, they, the animals are usually more demanding than the human child, honestly. <laughs> um, but, like, I just want people to understand, like, this is why I was so excited to have you on the podcast because I'm, like, this is a, you're a great example of like a woman who has a lot going on is wearing a lot of hats, but I feel like you have really mastered taking care of yourself and you've mastered it so much to the point that it's turned into a passion point for you, which is mama bear fuel. So will you kind of tell them about, tell the listeners about mama bear fuel, what that is, why you started it and kind of what that looks like?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so how it exists now is um I very much have a focus on just one on one nutrition coaching. So at its core, it is I, I am a certified nutrition coach um with a couple of two different certifications, one specifically in like macronutrition. Mm-hmm. Um and that at its core, that is what I help women with is dialing in their nutrition so that they can fuel their bodies mm-hmm. for the lives they live. Mm-hmm. Like I realize it's very easy to sit here and say, like, well, I do all of these things so you can, too. I'm not saying that you have to wear all the hats I wear. I don't want to wear all the hats that you wear. Yeah. But you need to be able to understand how to fuel your body for the life that you live. Because yes. you need to have energy to show up for whatever that is. Kids, no kids, busy life, sedentary life. Like, whatever that is, you need to be able to show up for it. Yeah. And if you're going to do something, like, do it with intentionality and excellence. Because... If not, like, why are you doing it? What's the point? So yeah. <laughs> what's the point? So anyway, um, digress a little bit. So at its core, yeah. that is what Mama Bear Fuel is. Um, I have um, a handful of one-on-one clients that I work with that I absolutely adore. That is my, um, I love working one-on-one with people. Yeah. I think that you get to know them. You get to, we talk a lot about like mindset. There's so much connection between like your mindset and how you show up for your life. So, you know, we end up digging way more into, you know, why we're making the choices we're making and why we're picking, you know, reaching for the sleeve of Oreos and why we're, you know, digging into that Mm -hmm. versus like, Hey, here's your, you know, here's what you need to be eating. Go do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I very much coach women and men um, in the way that is, um, I'm gonna make you think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't write meal. I, I don't write meal plans. I don't find that beneficial for people in the long term because yeah. what happens, you can't buy them anymore. Yeah, you know, like uh, it is. It's very much like uh, I, I'm gonna make you think, and I'm gonna make you work to learn about yourself. You're going to learn about yourself in this process, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um. And so that is at its core. That's what it is. Um. It's kind of evolved a little bit over the last. You know, year or two Um, on Instagram, I show up with just a lot of like my own life. Like Mm -hmm. I share a lot of the things that I love to do, a, a lot of like kind of motivational, like inspirational type things, which I do love and I think that people get benefit out of. Um, if I'm being totally transparent, like content creation in the form of social media is my least favorite part of my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it- <laughs> but it is the way the world works. <laughs> I know, I know. And so I have I have tried to embrace it. I am getting better. Um, but it's uh, and it really does, like it connects. I, I love connecting with people and yeah. just kind of getting to know them better and doing all of that. But at its core, Mama Bear Fuel is is nutrition coaching. Um I originally got into it, and this is still my belief today. Um, I get really, and I think that we share this, um, I get really frustrated listening to women gripe about the diet cycle and crash dieting, Mm -hmm. and I just want to, like, fit into this bikini for this event, and then I'm just going to go back, and I have no energy, and I, I can't work out because I don't have time, and I, like, I just that narrative has to die. Yeah, And (laughs) if I, you know, I will go to my grave preaching that like, you do have time, you have time, you have energy. I repeat your thing all the time. Like you don't have energy. You make energy. Your body's a power plant. Um, Like you, you have to show up with intentionality and you have to prioritize it. Nobody is going to do that for you. And so I just, that's kind of how it started was I got sick of hearing the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. And you know, a little bit like selfishly, I was it was kind of the attitude of if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. like if I can do this, if I can make this work and I'm never perfect by any means, um, you know, it's not about perfection. It's just about consistency. So I'm never you know, it's never perfection. But if I can do it and I can show up consistently, so can you. Absolutely. And if, you know, and if you can take this on and make these lifestyle changes and make this your lifestyle versus a diet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we can, you can absolutely do this. You yeah. can have the, you can have the things you want you can reach the goals that you have. And so I just kind of got sick and tired of hearing the same thing. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to put a different narrative out there. Yeah. And, um, and so I started it and it's something I thought about forever. And, um, lately my mantra that I find myself saying over and over is like, do it afraid, Yeah. do it afraid, Yeah. right you know? Yes. And so you know, I just, I did it afraid. And I had yeah. no idea what I was doing at first. I've messed up a lot of things. I have changed things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've changed things yeah. a couple of times, but you know, but I've learned in the process and, and, you know, I'd like to think that I've made a little bit of a difference in the people that I work with. Oh, so, I think you definitely so, um, have. Yeah. So it's um yeah, that's how we got started and where we're at. I'm super excited for next year. I have a couple of new things. Um, not, not anything drastic. Um, we did try out some group coaching, which I did enjoy. I don't know that I'll do that in 2024, mm-hmm. but you know, never say never. I yeah. love one-on-one that's not going anywhere. Um, and then we'll, we'll probably get into more like some self-guided yeah, um, type courses and things like that. Um, in
0: 2024. So, so fun. So fun. Yes. And I, you know, it's so funny because you said, um, I mean, I can, I remember when you launched Mama Bear Fuel, I was like deep in the throes of figuring out what is the Energy Academy and how am I going to present this to the world? And what's so funny is kind of, You and I kind of were on the same track as far as like, there was a message that you got sick of hearing. And so you decided to do something about it. And there was a message that I got really sick of hearing. And so I, I decided to do something about it, you know, and like out of that came mama bear fuel for you out of it came the energy Academy for me. Yes, And here we are. And we preach so many of the same things. Obviously you're, you're solely nutrition focused. um, But one of the things that I love and appreciate so much about what you have created with mama bear fuel is that. There is zero diet culture with mama bear fuel. And it's all, I love that the fact that the message, (laughs) your main message that you put out is that we have got to fuel our bodies. And I think that is so important. And I think there's still such this big, like, uh, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but there's such this message out there still of that less, 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 less is better. Less is better. Smaller is better. And I- We'll fight that until I die because <laughs> I am just like you
1: and me both sister.
0: Oh, we'll do it together. <laughs> it wears me out so bad. And you know, yeah. like, I love that you're putting that message out there with nutrition that like less is not better, more is yeah. better, more protein, more energy, more nutrition you know, like yes. all of those things. I love that. And I love that like Mama Bear Fuel was not created to help you. Drop this many pounds and get in this nope. size pants. It was created to help you show up well for the life that God has blessed you with. And yes. I am like, I will fly that flag, sister, all day long. I appreciate that so much because <laughs> the Energy Academy is basically the same thing. I mean, I'm not solely nutrition focused because you know, the message that I got sick of hearing was like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so tired. I can't keep up, you know, I'm stressed out. I, these kids are driving me nuts. I, I, you know, like mommy wine culture, like all this stuff. And I was just like, no, this is not, God did not put us on this planet to drag our rear ends through our lives and just be so exhausted and overwhelmed and tired and stressed all the time. And I'm like, it's just not normal. It's just not how we were made to live, you know? So Um, gosh, I'm right there with you with that. And I, I love that you have that. So you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like, like go check out your mama bear fuel on Instagram and I'll put it in the show notes, but it's M-A-M-A, mama bear, like a bear, like a grizzly bear. Yep.
1: Exactly. Like it sounds. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. And you guys should go definitely check Jordan out on Instagram because, um, and you do share like really I mean I know you said you don't love creating content but you do make good content and you put I feel like you put out a lot of really great messages for free on the internet so people should definitely definitely go check that out so okay we kind of know what your life looks like now we know what your passion point is so my question for you is um, how do you personally keep yourself operating at a hundred percent? with everything that you have going on. And I, you've already, you already said a second ago that you're at the gym at the crack of dawn and there's always proof <laughs> of that on Instagram. So I know that's true, but talk to us a little bit about how do you prioritize yourself with so many other things going on? Because I feel like that's a boat that women miss a lot is they think that mm-hmm. with so many other things going on, they have to take care of everybody else, take care of everybody else, take care of everybody else. And then they're running on E all the time. And that's why they feel horrible when it needs to be the opposite. Yep. They have to come first in order to show up for the people that they love the way that they want to. So how do you do yep. that?
1: Um. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So if I had to, like, boil it down, mm-hmm. and, and I'll get into, like, a little bit of detail, but, like, at the basis of it, I had to do two things. I had to come to terms with the fact that the reality is like moms typically set the tone for their homes. Like we are the thermostat louder. for our homes. Yes. <laughs> we are the thermostat for our homes. Yes. So if I show up and I'm grouchy and irritable and and, and I'm not saying I never do this, I definitely have bad days. Sure, right? Like if, sure. if I show up and I'm grouchy and I'm irritable and I'm just anxious and just, well, that, like, guess what my kids are going to act like? Yep. They're going to be grouchy and irritable and crazy. And then it's just this crazy cycle right now. And now I'm extra irritated because now they're being, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like this whole, and there's four of them. Like, let's keep in mind, there's four of them Mm -hmm. versus one of me, you know? So it's, it's a lot. And I would argue, honestly, like the same thing with our husbands, right? Like we don't, my husband and I have worked really hard to not have like a codependent relationship. So like, just because he's having a bad day doesn't mean that I have to be having a bad day. Like I can support him in his bad day without also then being negative, you know, and same thing like him to me and, you know, you know him well, so you know that he does this with so much love in his heart, but he, you know, will call me out when I'm being ridiculous. Like it's just which I need. So uh, ultimately I had to really like ingrain that belief in my head. Like I am the thermostat for my home. I set the tone for my home. And if I want my home to be peaceful and which, you know, that's we take that with a grain of salt, right? There's four kids. Yeah, so yeah. It's, is it loud, yes. There's a difference between like loud and, and chaotic and and peaceful versus loud, chaotic, and like just crazy and wild, yes, right? Yes. <clears throat> and so you can mix calamity and serenity at the same time. Absolutely. Like those, those two can coexist. And that is my goal for our home. Well, in order to do that, I had to figure out. What, for me, what is the actual, like, and I hate this term, but I'm going to use it, self-care that I need to do for myself in order to show up with energy and with, with love and passion and calm and peace for my family, right? Yeah. And I think... That and the reason I hate that word self care is because you say it and people are like, let me go get my nails done and let me have a bubble bath. Yeah. When in reality, like self care is actually, it's kind of hard. It's typically for me, self care is like, dealing with the things that maybe I don't want to deal with. It's processing through emotions. Maybe I don't want to process through. It is getting my butt up in the morning because I know that I am a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, a better person for this world. When I get a workout in, in the morning, Mm -hmm. that's just, it's reality. I have always been that way. And I know that. And so if I want to show up that way, I have to do it. I have to get up. Do I always want to like hop out of bed at 4 a.m. No. Um, but I know that it makes me better. Yeah. And so I am more motivated to do that.
0: Nope.
1: So I had to learn. So, so that was like kind of the first thing was like, I had to get okay with, I have to prioritize something. I have to figure out first what it is that drives me. Yeah. And then I need to prioritize that Yeah, because I, it, because it makes my family better. Absolutely. If I am good, my family's good. Absolutely. And so um, that was one. Two, a whole buttload of intentionality and planning. Yeah. And people roll their eyes when I talk about planning. But here's the thing. I'm not saying you have to like plan out every detail of your life and that you have to have this like strict schedule with time blocks and all the things. That does not work for me. Um, <laughs> I am a routine and rhythm person. Yep. And yep. I'm going to make a plan, but I'm going to hold it with an open hand yes. because we plan and God laughs yes. and that's fine. Yes. Um. But I'm going to make a plan because if I don't make a plan, if I don't, if I'm just winging it, all of a sudden at six o'clock at night and everybody's hungry, I'm like, oh, I still haven't gone to the grocery store. Yeah. I don't know what I mean. Like. It, there's no. It is not a surprise to me that every night I need to make my family dinner. I know. I and agree. maybe you're, you know. Anyway, <laughs> yes. It, it like it, it's not a surprise. Yeah. So, I, it, it just every night it, it comes up. You know, every morning yeah. my kids wake up and they're hungry for breakfast. And maybe not like I'm not saying that every mom is like the sole cooker. Like cooker, Yeah. House, sure. Right? Sure. Sure. But like apply that however you will. Yeah. Like every day your boss expects you to show up to work. Yeah. Every day there's traffic every day. Like there are certain things that are just inevitabilities. Like those are, that's just, that's life. That's, that's the life that we have. Right. If you want to change it, you're going to have to change the behavior, but that it it is what it is. And so therefore, if I want to prioritize something to fit within the confines of that structure, whatever my structure looks like, I have to put a plan together. like, I have to have some kind of calendar. I have to have some kind of plan. And, um, I have worked with, like, I am very much, I mean, literally like in the nitty gritty, like I, we use Google calendar and I have forced to get uh, my husband to use it. And, um, just for his own schedule, but like, I mean, there's color court. Everybody's got a color girl. I know do the where same everybody's thing. gotta be. <laughs> we I
0: literally in the mental energy module of the energy Academy, which is module four. I literally talk about this. I'm like there, I have a whole lesson on the fact that Lincoln yes. and I literally share an Apple calendar. And like it is color coordinated and there is stuff going in there all the time so that nobody gets surprised because that's how fights and arguments start. And then you're losing your mind. Like,
1: a hundred percent. Yes. So, and and um, I have a friend that every once in a while, like, will catch a glimpse of the calendar, and they're just like, "Are you kidding?" Like that's, and I'm like, "But this is th- that," and I love that it's like in the mental, like, it, it takes out so much mental fatigue. That's, and that's what I. Talk- once- yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <heavy> right now. Yes. <laughs> once it's in the calendar, it's like, okay, it's there. You take it out and of your brain. So- Yes, it's out of my brain and it doesn't have to take up that mental space. Yes. And so, and then like once a week, usually either, so I've been doing it on Fridays recently. I'll pull up the calendar and then we have like a little... Um, whiteboard, like weekly yeah. calendar yeah. hangs in our pantry. yeah, And so I'll just go in there and jot down like, okay, you know, these are where all the practices are, this is this. And that is usually my point where I'm like, oh, we're like double committed somewhere. Yeah. Or we are, you know, like we've got a gap to fill here. Like I need to get a sitter for this or I need to, yeah. you know, like that's usually my point where I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to make some adjustments here. That's fine. And then that's also where our meal plan goes. Like in meals, I cannot stress enough, and I don't understand. I guess, like, my brain really can't understand why people resist this so much.
0: Yeah. I- we don't
1: do meal ple- prep and plan in a traditional sense currently We're like, we're eating the same thing every day. But, like, I write down what we're going to eat for dinners. Yeah. And we kind of eat the same thing for breakfast, and leftovers are typically lunches. Yep. So, like, I know what we're eating, and therefore I can order grocery. We do grocery delivery. Yep. I don't have time for groceries. I don't want to make time for the grocery store. Let me this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want to go. Um, and so, but I'll get in there. I write out our meals. I look at what we have, look at what we need, order groceries, and then we're good. Yeah. And again, removed from my brain. Like, I don't have to think about that. Exactly. I know that when I look at the calendar, I'm like, oh, I got to make this tonight. Okay, cool. Now, if I could remember to take the dang meat out of the freezer. Oh that would be girl, super cool. I know. <laughs> Landon and I still like every morning we're like,
0: did you take the roast out? Did I, did you like we're always like double checking each other on that because it is a freaking nightmare when you get home and your dinner's yes! still frozen. It's uh, the
1: worst. Yeah. It's the worst. So anyway, so but it's so it's not like we're and and things change all the time. Like I don't think there's been a week in the last year where I've written down where we're going to have, you know, Monday through Friday, and we have it on those nights. Yeah. Like, it, things pivot and move and all that, but it's easier to, like, say, oh, hey, I forgot to take out the ground beef for the spaghetti, so we're going to do breakfast for dinner tonight instead, and, and we're going to do the ground beef whatever. spaghetti yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. 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 You know, like, it's easier to pivot that way than it is to be like, well, I don't know. I guess we'll order takeout. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so... um really the like intentionality and planning is huge um and that skill of pivoting man yeah big the the ability to just roll with the punches yep is is a skill it is that I wish that everybody would take some time to develop yeah because like the only thing guaranteed in life is change and I we probably have more we probably have like pivoting more on the high end just because of my husband's job. But, right,
0: right, right, right.
1: You know, it's just listen, you gotta be able to, yeah you kinda gotta, gotta be able to pivot. Like they can't just be paralyzed. Like yeah. I'm responsible for four tiny humans. Yeah. Um and one large human. Yeah. And I have to like I've gotta be able to show up for that. Yeah. I've gotta be able to like think on my feet and just kind of roll with it. Absolutely. And uh, again, yeah, it's not ever perfect, but like you know, it's all right to show up with a little intentionality and planning. Like we don't have to be winging it, yeah, every single day.
0: Yeah, I, I you know? feel like everything you just said. You're like the poster child for the Energy Academy, like the course, because, like <laughs> everything you're saying, I'm like, say it louder. That's lesson seventeen <laughs> in module four. Like literally, because saying. I mean, I there are a couple lessons in there, and and it's I even because I have like in the Energy Academy, there's like. There's different modules, right? There's like understanding energy. There's like physical energy, a nutrition module, mental energy. And it's, it's funny because I spend a lot of time talking about food in the mental energy module. And I even say in there, like you guys, and where I'm talking about it in like, in reference to mental energy and mental fatigue and clarity and stuff like that is not food consumption. It's all around planning. And the thing I talk about in there is that we like, we are going to have to eat dinner every night for the rest of our life. And I feel like (laughs) that is the question that stresses women out more than anything is the, what are we going to eat for dinner tonight? So you have to take it off the table. You have to just remove the question. And literally in the, in that lesson, I talk about sitting down on whatever day of the week works for you. Like you just said it was Friday. I I talk about it in the course as like uh, on a Saturday or a Sunday, because I feel like that's when a lot of people are probably doing yes. either their grocery shopping or their grocery ordering or whatever. And I, and I literally say in there, like, you don't, I'm not saying you need to cook all of your food and have it all ready and like prep it like that, but you do need to have a plan. And then I even take yeah. it as far as saying you should write that plan down and put it on your refrigerator. So nobody even has to ask you the question. Yep they can go look at the calendar on the fridge. What are we having for yep. dinner tonight? It's right there on the calendar on the fridge. Yeah. And you there's so much, you free up so much mental energy and mental space and you eliminate so much decision fatigue when you take the time to what do what I teach in my course is front load your week where all yes. those dis- redundant decisions that you know you're going to have to make Sit down and take thirty freaking minutes out of your life and make all of those decisions at one time, so that you're they're not you're not holding them in your brain. And this is something I talk about a lot. Is I feel like women try to hold so much stuff in their brain all the time. It's like no wonder it doesn't belong in there. It doesn't belong in there. And no wonder <laughs> you're saying, like I can't think. My brain's not working. Well, yeah, because you're holding like a hundred decisions yeah. in your brain at a time. Get, get, brain dump all of it out and have yes. a plan. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. can we
1: talk about the brain dump? Yes. Please talk about the brain dump. I'm like, no. I, I cannot stress enough how much of a useful tool that is. So I have like a little like notebook that's just, it's nothing fancy. It's literally a plain notebook. I'm not, yeah. I've, I used to be a paper calendar person. I'm really not anymore because there's too many changes. Yeah. And so, you know, I, but I have like a notebook that it if it doesn't, if it, listen, because like, even with all the tools, my brain is still very full.
0: Absolutely. And that's
1: okay. So I have to write things down. Like stuff has to get written down somewhere, yeah. whether it goes in the calendar or goes in the notebook, whatever. But like that notebook has, you know, at least once a week, sometimes multiple is just a brain dump. Yeah. And I always know when I need one is when I get to that point where I'm like, I, I can, it's almost like my ears are buzzing. Like everything just feels like sensory overload. Uh-huh. I'm like, I need to brain dump. I need to brain dump. And I, and it's just, it doesn't matter. There's no specific order. There's no specific like priority. It is not, there's no, there's no strategy. It is just, if it is in my brain, it goes on paper. Yep.
0: And then, and you know, what I teach is that once it's down on paper, you release it from your mind. And the magic of that is when your mind is clear and not holding on to all these other things, then you do have the mental space. You have the mental energy, you have the mental clarity to show up well emotionally for your family to to show up like um, with really strong engagement with your family. Like when you're holding so many things in your brain and your kid has a rough day at school and, but you're still trying to roll all the thoughts around in your brain, like a Rolodex, then you can't emotionally engage with your kid the way that you probably would want to. And definitely the way that they want you to, because you just don't have the space for it in your brain. So it's so important to clear your brain, get rid of all that stuff, get rid of all the redundant decisions, like front load them is what I teach so that you don't, you know, you take a few minutes of your, of your week early on in your week or whatever, that you're making all those decisions at one time. And then you don't have to think about them again. So then when change does happen, when you need to pivot, when somebody's having a hard emotional moment, when you're having a hard emotional moment, you have the space to handle it in your, in your mind.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I love that. I, um, like this thought just keeps popping into my head. Cause it's one of the like biggest objections I hear to like planning and having like a, a, approaching life with a little more intentionality. And I think one of the biggest objections I hear from women is like, well, I just want to be able to like have the freedom to like go with the flow and just kind of like i guess feel and and it's more women that are like you know they kind of just want to be fun and playful and all mm-hmm. doing all of these things and i love that term of like front loading your week doing the brain dump having the plan doing those things in long term allow you to be present yep so that you can do you can live in a way yeah. like it's that it's that um uh jocko quote i was, uh, wait, I was waiting. freedom <laughs> i was waiting i was going
0: to i was waiting for a space and i was going to say those people need to read jocko's book in discipline, yes, discipline
1: freedom. equals freedom yes. like i have a shirt that says it yeah um it I, I cannot stress enough and it's such a it's hard to and i get it you know people that are like Kind of those fun loving free spirits. So I'm like, well, I don't want to be tied down to a plan and I don't want to. And I'm like, I get it. I understand. However, this is going to give you more freedom to be able to be like the loosey-goosey that you want to be while also reaching long-term goals. Yep. Like it's that idea of like, let me plan in, I mean, this is a little bit of an exaggeration, but like, let me plan in decades and live in seconds. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't necessarily spend all of my time planning. I don't at all. But if I have I have actually approached like workouts and training this way and even food and like all of that is like, I'll plan out a couple months of like, this is what I want to do. And this is kind of the skeleton of like Mm -hmm. what, you know, days are going to look like and weeks are going to look like, because it allows me to then just approach it week by week. Yeah and I can make the pivots that need to do that need to move and I can make changes. But if I don't have like a long-term vision, like, I mean, fill that in for anything. Like if you're married and you have kids, like where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. And like, where, where are you going? Like, Like, you know, and I'm not, and maybe you see yourself, in the same home with the same, doing the same things. But like, where do you see yourself emotionally? Where do you see yourself spiritually? Like, where do you like, where, where's the growth? Where are you going? Like you have, you know, there's something, what do you want to do? Do you want to take a vacation? Like what's important to you and how are you going to get there? And then like, put it on paper, put it in a calendar, put it in a note in your phone. I don't care where you put it, put it somewhere. Yeah. That's not in your brain Yeah, and then go live in the moment. Yeah.
0: I feel like you wrote the energy Academy. I feel like you live in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Because literally like, so one of the last modules in the energy Academy is a goal setting module. And I go off in there in one of the lessons (laughs) about if you don't have, and I say this all the time. And I say it like to Peyton, Landon, and I talk about it. Like if if you're not working towards a goal, you are not working towards anything. And there is no neutral in life. You are either getting better and growing or you are going backwards. There's no neutral. We're either in drive or we're in reverse. And if you don't have a goal to drive to like, then I hate to break it to you, but you're going in reverse. And it's so important. And, and I talk about that too, a lot that like, your goals don't have to be like, you know, something outlandish. I mean, they can be like, you don't have to be like trying to qualify for the Olympics or something, but your goal might be the, the kind of woman that you want to develop into the kind of mom that doesn't snap at her kids at the end of the day, because you've Giving your space to, yourself space to grow emotionally and handle those things. And so now you're the calm, cool, collected mom that you always hoped your kids would have. That might be your goal, but you have to have those things. You have to have a plan. You have to have a vision, know where you're going and what you're working towards, or you're not working towards anything. And if you are not working, yeah. you know, I heard this quote. Like it
1: doesn't happen by accident.
0: Right. Yes.
1: Yes, I heard Like, this. you're not going to fall into, like, it, 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 often p- it, people will look at people where they're like, oh, I'm so envious that she has this. Or I'm so envious that, you know, she is calm. You know, even, yeah. I love that example. Like, I'm so, she's such, she's so calm. Or, like, yeah. she doesn't, she's not reactive. She's not that way on accident. Yeah, she We're worked this, for it. We all have the same sin nature. We all have the yes. same like, yes. natural basic instincts, right? Like yes. we are not that way on accident. Yeah, she
0: worked for we, it. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She was. Yes. In the intentionality. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that leads me into my next question. So, inevitably, there are times when we feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like it just, mm-hmm. you know, you and you said it a second ago. I feel like my head is buzzing or whatever. So my question for you is: When you personally? do start yep. to feel overwhelmed. How do you kind of reset and get a hold of things versus just kind of
1: fall apart? Oh boy. Um. So this gets a little bit of a kind of a background and, and a little more uh, personal note on my side. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of personal to me, but, um, so I am actually a recovered alcoholic. Yep. Um, I have been sober now for, what month are we in October, four, four and a half ish years, Mm -hmm. um, almost four and a half years. Um, and, uh, before that, um, my default was to numb. I I was, you know, anxious and depressed and overwhelmed. And I had three kids at the time. The youngest um, was born after I got sober and, um I I was I was that mom I was overwhelmed I was drowning I was following the like start your day with coffee and end your day with wine yeah um except like the days the the end of the day just got sooner and sooner and sooner Uh, yeah um yeah so yeah you know I can look back and laugh at it now it wasn't funny at the time yeah um you know and ultimately like I I I internally combusted like internally I was, I was broken and bankrupt in every way, shape or form. Um, And I had started to externally really destroy my life. It was a very, very ugly, dark time, Mm -hmm. but uh, God is good. And I, the reason I share that is because a lot of the tools that I use and I talk about to this day are tools that I learned in sobriety are, they are tools that I learned um, in the recovery program. And, um, ultimately, you know, I talked a, a little bit about some of the things already, but like first and foremost, and again, these are all skills. These are not things that naturally came to me that I was like, Oh, I just, I do this now, or this is yeah. like my natural tendency, my natural tendency. If I don't, just like you said, if I'm not growing, I'm dying. Yeah. Um, so if I stopped doing some of the things, if I stopped, you know, um, Kind of doing the things that keep me going, like I will revert back to these old habits. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and so I had to learn to pause. <laughs> I call it the sacred pause yes. in my house, and it is just. And I, and again, like I, I what I don't want women to hear is like, oh, she's so perfect and she just does everything perfectly. No, right, a hundred percent. No, you can talk to my husband. He will. He will reassure. Yeah. Um, he will reassure you that that is not the case, but. I, when I don't do it perfectly, I apologize, but first and foremost, like that pause is when I can recognize and I can, and I can pause long enough to say like, this is okay. Like, this is me. Like I'm off key. I am, it's taking responsibility like that my kids are not being any different than my kids normally are. My husband's not being any different than he normally is. The world is not different. The drivers didn't get worse. Your boss didn't get meaner. Like the wait didn't get long. Nothing externally happened. It's you. Yeah. So it's taking responsibility that like I'm overwhelmed and I'm burnt out because of something that I need to change. And that is a beautiful like thing to accept because you are in control of you. Yeah. You're not in control of the external world. You're in control of you. And so that was the that was something that I had to learn. I have to be reminded of all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but the pause because the pause just allows me to just take a moment. And, I, and I'm when I say that I'm quite literal. Like, yeah, I will walk out of a room. I will pause. I my oldest will say, like, are you pausing? Yes, I'm pausing. like I just yes. I need a pause. Yes,
0: and you know what? <laughs> I can pause. I can I interrupt right there? Yeah, because I think that is so valuable that you have taught your kids. That yeah. it is okay to need a moment
1: yes. to
0: collect your emotions and collect yourself. It is yes. okay, and I call these like um, I teach this in the form of like there are transition times, like in, yep. and and there are in your day. You know you're transitioning from this role to that role, from this place to that place, and sometimes you need to take a moment and you need to use that transition time well yes. to collect yourself. But I think it's so valuable that you have taught your kids that it is okay to need a moment.
1: Yeah. And, and I really do. I hope, and I'm glad that you said that because in more is caught than taught. Yeah. Right. Like I can preach till the cows come home. Yeah. Like all of these things, but if your kids, even the people around the adults around you, if they're not seeing you do those things, it is, it falls on deaf ears. Yeah. Like I can say it all the time that, you know, like we're in control of our emotions and who are you in control of, you know, as they're coming and telling me what their brother or sister did. Yeah. So I can do that all day long. I can say it with my words, but if my actions don't back it up, you know, that's more impactful. And Absolutely. so, you know, the sacred pause for sure. Um, And then usually my very next like action is what's like the next, the immediate next best thing that needs to get done. Yeah because usually when i you know usually the overwhelm is what gets yes. me, right? like and i feel like like
0: there's yes i feel like that's so normal i feel i feel like yes. so many women feel like there's just so much on top of them and then they just yes. par- they're paralyzed you know they're like don't yes. know what to do
1: yes and you know that like the, the like uh, you know, uh there's a um oh gosh it was like in the form of like you know some funny reel on instagram but it was um you know, that thought of like, I'm in the kitchen and I'm washing dishes. Okay. I need to go get a dishwasher pod. And so I go to the laundry room to get a dishwasher pod and realize that there's laundry that needs to be done. So then I'm like, it's like the, if you give a mouse a cookie, Yes, yes kind of like that, yes. that cycle, right. And that, yeah. <laughs> that like leads to the overwhelm. And all of a sudden, like, you feel like you've done a million things, but you've done nothing. Nothing. And yeah. that mentally, we can do that too. Right? Yes. Like mentally, and that's harder. That is worse. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Yeah. Is, you know, mentally we get in this cycle of. Oh, I need to, you know, the dog's got to get a groomer appointment. I got to pay that bill. I need to, you know, call so-and-so. Oh, I got to call the insurance people. I have to, you know, oh, tomorrow that project is due at work. Like, I got to get on my computer tonight. Like, oh, this, oh, I haven't checked in on this friend in a while. Let me go check it. Mm -hmm. Like, and then the, you know, meanwhile in the background, the dog is barking. Yeah. The child has, you know, pulled her diaper off and she's running around. And, you know, so it's just, it it, it can be very overwhelming. Yes. But that pause and then the immediate, like, what is the next best thing? Yeah. If I can't answer that question, that's when I go to the brain dump.
0: Yes. And I feel because like, yes, 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 yes. That, Go ahead. Keep
1: because talking. then I can't even, because if I can't answer that question, then I'm really in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if we've If we've gotten to the point where I can't even answer the question, like, we're in trouble. So that's when I'll, I'll go to the brain dump. And sometimes it's not a full, and it literally like, yo, I mean, literally like three to five minutes. Oh yeah. Of like, yeah, yeah. Just, quick, right. As fast and furious, I don't even need to like fully understand it. It doesn't even be a complete thought. It just needs to get out of my head. And at that point, usually I can reset and realize that, like, honestly, the next right thing is I just need to go get a dishwasher pod and shut the laundry room door behind me. Yes. And, and get like, that it, out of my mind for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's usually a really simple, like, this does not have to be done right now. Yeah. Does it need to get done? Yes. Does it have to be done right now? No. Right. Yeah. And so, and that helps a lot. I mean, like, so those are, like, in the moments, those are the things that like help me stop from drowning. Yeah. But ultimately like what keeps me going and what stops that, that, um, it prevents it from happening in the first place is all the things that we've talked about. Yeah. Like it's the self care. That's not like it is caring. If we think about somebody else, right? Like if I were talking, if you came to me and you were like, listen, like I am, you know, I'm really struggling. I just, I don't have any energy. Like, I don't, you know, I can't work out. I haven't been doing my workouts. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just, everything's kind of imploding. I would be like, listen, like we need to get like some, uh, some intentionality back. Like as your friend, yeah. if I am a good friend. If I'm like one of your best friends, I'm not saying we're best friends, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if I'm talking to my best friend and I'm like, listen, I love you. So I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Like yes. I am not a yes woman kind of friend. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you like, okay, I get it. I can empathize, but also like, how do we get back on track? Right. Like sometimes we need to have those conversations with ourselves. Yeah. And like, yeah, we need to be that person that stops ourselves and says, you know what self care looks like to me? Self care looks like to me making sure that I'm in bed by nine, nine 30 yep. so that when my alarm goes off at three 30, I am, I can get up. Yeah. That like, I can, don't judge my six hours of sleep. Um, No, hey, I mean, it is what it is. You (laughs) you know, know, it is what it is in this season of life. And that's what I'm okay with that. And so, you know, the self-care is like making sure, which this is my, my husband will listen to this and laugh, is making sure that like my kitchen is somewhat reset at the end of the night. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm not starting off on a grouchy flip. Oh,
0: hey, I think that is like every woman in the world, because there is if there is one thing that's guaranteed to send me into a tizzy and the very like as soon as I open my eyes in the morning it's a dirty kitchen because yes now I can't get breakfast going until I clean and it throws everything (laughs) off and like that is so real oh that is so real
1: let me tell you that is the one it is the thing I probably struggle with the most yeah like nighttime Jordan is like nah it's fine daytime Jordan will deal with that and then daytime Jordan is like what the heck so mad at nighttime (laughs) jordan yes and i you know i teach. one of the things i
0: teach is like you have to have a tidy up time at night because in order for your mind to really shut down and be able to rest like clear spaces equals clear mind Yes. Yeah. So you got to have, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I
1: have started, uh, I've started making my kids do that like five o'clock ish hour when I'm, we're starting to wind down and either like they're getting ready to go to practices with dad or we're getting ready to have dinner, or whatever it may be. Like we're kind of getting ready to that transition time. I love that. That transition mm-hmm. time from like. This is our day. Now, you know, people are home. We're doing whatever. We're transitioning into nighttime activities, whatever that looks like. I started setting a timer on Alexa and I say 10 minutes. Whatever y'all can get done in 10 minutes. And let me tell you, if you're not done, mom's gonna do it. I'm gonna do it with trash bag. Yeah. And you have never seen four children clean. So they can get it.
0: They can get it on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like put it, you know, put a timer on. And one of the things like and I, I meant to say this earlier and I didn't, like for me, and this is just, you know, this is my journey, my story. Like, my, and, and sobriety really, really emphasized this for me, was, like, that pause is prayer. Yes. Like, yes. you know, that pause is prayer. Absolutely. Because, honestly, like, I cannot do this on my own. Absolutely. I am equipped. You know, I don't have the skill. I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have any of it, yeah. you know, without, without the help. Absolutely. And so, like, it really is, like, that. And that is one thing, too, that I hope that I model for my kids. Yes. Is like, you don't have to do this alone. Like, you're not Superman. You're not yeah. Superwoman. But, like, you're going to be fine. Yep. Yeah. But you gotta t- take God's hand along with Absolutely. you.
0: you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, I could not agree with that more. This is so good. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy that we had this conversation.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of laughing. I'm kind of laughing because I'm like basically, and there are times like where I've shared your stuff before on Instagram. And I'm like, in case you don't like the way I say it, yeah, here's someone listen else. Listen to Tracy because yes. she's saying the same thing. Yes, <laughs>
0: exactly. It's like when your kids, you know, um you know, like with Peyton with barrel racing, there are like times where she, I might say something to her and she looks at me like I have three heads. And then my best friend who is her coach will say the same thing to her. And it's like, she just, yeah. what she said is worth a million dollars. I'm like, I literally totally. said that, but sometimes yep. you just need to hear it from somebody else, man. And I love that. um I, I, I'm so glad that you took the time to made time for us to come onto the podcast, because I do feel like you and I are such an echo chamber of each other. And we preach so many of the same things. And I love that. And I love that, you know, I have somebody else that I can say exactly what you just said, you know, like, here's somebody else that's preaching the same, like, I'm not the only one that thinks this, like, you know, so I do always try to keep the episodes like right around an hour. So I kind of want to kind of want to wrap it up a little bit, but, and I, I do want to take a second to acknowledge that you, that you shared such a personal thing, of you know, struggling with alcohol and then you know, making the choice to get sober. And if there if there was one like, little tip, if there's a woman that's listening to this, it's like, I'm that I'm like pre sober Jordan right now where Mm -hmm. I'm numbing myself because I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I'm using alcohol to do it. And I need like one little key tip to help me step towards sobriety. What would you say to that woman?
1: Oh, uh, ask for help and there's no shame. Yes.
0: Oh, I'm so There's glad you no said that. shame.
1: That was that, that I cannot tell you how many women, like, cause I, you know, I work with women in the sobriety capacity. I I'm obviously not like that's just for free, but that, um, it, well, one, if you need somebody to talk to that's like a locked vault, you can find me on Instagram you can yeah. send me a direct message yeah. and we can, you know, but ask for help and there's no shame. I really, I was so, so, so ashamed. I was so ashamed because I thought I was the only one. Yeah, you are not alone. Yeah. I guarantee you, whether it's alcohol or anything else, yeah, I guarantee you, you are not alone. Yeah, ever. Ever. ever, 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 ever in this world, there is somebody struggling with the exact same thing that you are, and I would argue that probably a whole heck of a lot more than just one other person. Yeah, there's a lot of people struggling with the same thing. Yeah, um, and just there's no shame. Just at, reach out, ask for help, find somebody, find something. Um, because if you, if that is the case and the most impactful thing somebody said to me at the beginning of my sobriety journey was, you know, if I want to keep drinking, that's my business. But if I don't ever want to have to have, if I don't ever want to drink again, I don't have to. Yeah. And that was very freeing. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Yeah.
0: I love that the, like the immediate, like your immediate reaction was ask for help because yeah. I feel like there are so many women, you know, that just in general in life, they're ashamed to ask for help just in general when they just feel overwhelmed with their just day-to-day responsibilities they feel like ashamed to ask for help and that i just think that help is one of the greatest things yes <laughs> out there and it take it does take a village in the world that we live in today and i love that you- thank you so much for sharing that because i know there's somebody listening to this right now probably like in tears of like oh my gosh yeah. like somebody needed to hear that you know so i yeah oh my gosh i appreciate you so much and i just want to like Thank you so much for taking the time. No, obviously you do have a very demanding life and there. You (laughs) have a lot of plates spinning all the time. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day and out of your family's day to come on and share with us. This was so valuable. And will you just really quickly, before we let the listeners go, will you tell them one more time where they can find you online so that um, if they would like some help from you that they can get it?
1: Yes, of course. So you, the biggest uh, or I guess the main place to come find me is on Instagram and it's mama bear fuel. Exactly. Like it sounds. Okay.
0: Perfect. Um,
1: and I'm on there frequently, (laughs) answering questions, talking to people and chit-chatting and sharing. So, um, yes, for sure. Come find me. I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was such a blessing. Like it's always a blessing to be a blessing, but this was awesome that. I loved this so much. This was great.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time. And I will, you guys, I will absolutely share Jordan's information in the show notes. Um, So if you're driving or whatever, then you can just, you know, come back to it later. It'll be in the show notes and you guys go check her out on Instagram over at mama bear fuel. And um, if this podcast helps you out in some way be sure to, you know, screenshot it, share it, tag us, let us know um, your feedback. We always love hearing from you guys. And Thank you guys so much for being on the show this week. Thanks for listening and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye you guys. Thanks so much for joining me here at the Energy Academy. You can find me over on Instagram at tracy.w.jones. We'll catch you in the next episode.